1: It seemed a way to
2: pigeonhole a bunch of bands. Along the way, somebody decided to call it grunge. What is grunge? Does it involve a flannel shirt?
3: Heyo!
4: Welcome to the grunge. This is the podcast exploring sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I'm going to be your host today. My name is Joseph Rose. Uh, and I'm Andy Warren. Andy Warren, who are you? What are you doing here?
0: Uh, rest in peace, Jerry Wood. Um, something terrible happened to a uh, our friend Jerry Wood. Yeah, Jeremy. Sorry, Jeremy Jerry Wood. Yeah, yeah, little Jer. Little Jer. Um, yeah, it's just a bad scene. Uh, he had blood in his stool, so yeah. So I'm I'm filling it, guys. No Jerry. There's you're There's no sorry. Jerry. I'm sorry.
4: Um
0: you get me now.
4: Yeah, I guess we're going to have to address the little elephant in the room, I guess. Well, I I'm probably don't look little so. But. Well, yes, you're not the elephant. Well. Um you're the rhinoceros. Yeah.
0: there you go. <laughs> I guess I am. Yeah. Uh
4: so little Jerry, we we talk to and about Jerry on the podcast all the time. You know, you guys hear what goes on. You guys know that, you know, Jerry's got a whole situation and everything. He's got a, you know, he's got a certain life that he's in. And as I always point out to Jerry, deep down this makes him a very unsatisfied and unhappy man.
0: He has a happy lifestyle. I
4: mean, you know, from the outside, one might think. You'd think, you know, he's alive He's uh he's he lives a life of privilege. He's employed, he's got a family. He's got everything you could really want. He's got beer and weed, music. He's uh he's world famous podcaster. Yes. You know, he's got everything. Two podcasts. Um, not unlike so many men that we talk about on this show, you know? All these guys that have it all. You know what I mean? They they've even got the riches. They got they have the beautiful family, the the career, all of that and they've got riches.
0: Yeah, but Jerry didn't turn to heroin. But so, uh, you know.
4: But then we get guys like Chris Cornell. You know? He's yeah. got it all. He's beautiful. Talented beyond your wildest dreams. Beautiful family that loves him children. Yeah. You know? He's got all the money you could want, really. And there he goes. You know, deep inside there was something. And uh, it's it's a tragedy. And so here we are with Mr. Jerry, and uh, you know we've we've documented Jerry's struggles with smoking and things like that, and I've accused him many times of being an alcoholic, and that he should stop drinking because it's bad for him, and uh, beer Jerry rears his head and causes problems. So anyway, guys, what I think happened, Andy, maybe you have some insight into this that I may not. I think Jerry worked. He had a work day. It was an average actually it was a better than average work day. He had a good work day. He sold at least 3 cars and he he did well financially. I talked to him about it. But yet for whatever reason he did not go home after work. He went somewhere else. He went out to a I think it was a Buffalo Wild Wings or a place like that. Because he wanted to consume alcohol alone and have wings. So that's what he did. He, he went from a long day of work, he needed that place where he would find solace, and he went there to the Buffalo Wild Wings. And he had wings, and he had some booze. And I think maybe on top of that, he hadn't really eaten before that throughout the day. I think he mentioned he didn't get a chance to really eat during the day. And so he got a little something to eat. He hit the booze, perhaps quite heavily, as he's known to do. And then he got home and did whatever at home and went to bed. And then when he woke up, some point in the middle of the night, Andy,
0: uh, I I believe he probably like woke up
4: somewhere. We're yeah. talking three to five a.m. I think it was. Yeah. he uh, was awakened by some sensation, some some feeling about him that was not comfortable.
0: Yeah, probably shit not blood
4: yeah. again. Shit and blood. Uh, and so, uh, I don't know, perhaps with his wife, I don't know, maybe on his own, he made his way to the emergency room at the hospital. They got him in there, and uh, in so many words, they said, Lil Jer, you're dehydrated, sir. You're dehydrated. You done drank yourself senseless, and you haven't hydrated yourself properly. You're too physically small to be acting this way. And uh and then they decided to keep him overnight. Do you know why, Andy? They made the call to keep him overnight.
0: No, no, I, I do. I didn't know that they were keeping him overnight. Yeah. I yes. just thought he was finishing some fluids.
4: No, no. He's he's being kept overnight. And the reason why is because they want money. Oh well. That's uh, the that's the only reason. Yeah. There's only one reason. There's no secondary reason. Uh, Jerry's not going to die. His life, while in danger due to his behavior, it's not in grave danger at this moment. Jerry's not going to die from his current condition today. He's going to be fine. He has no broken bones. He's got no, you know, significant new issues. But he's going to be kept overnight with a, you know, they're going to give him some fluids. His uh, baba. bag. Yeah. Fresh bag. You know, Fresh bag and um and that's that and and i'll talk to jerry probably later or tomorrow and he'll be right back to his jerryness
0: oh yeah no he's he's again he he's fine he's again just shit and blood yeah yeah
4: and so it's a good thing i got him that bidet possibly because at this point he's going to be glad he has it you know yeah uh andy how are you sir
0: I'm great, man.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, if you don't know, this is Andy. Hi. Andy's made a brief, obscure appearance, sort of, on a version of the show once before. It oh, was mad. We day. did a little live thing online once, and Andy was there. Yeah. And I love this man, Andy. Uh, he's amongst the greatest people in the world, in my Thank world.
5: You. All
0: right. Yeah. I love you. Thanks, man. Uh, we've been you friends too.
4: since we were children. Yeah. Teenagers.
0: Yeah. You know? Went yeah. to many a show. Yeah. Many an adventure.
4: Yeah. We've hung out tons of times uh, yeah. for years and years. I love this man. I love his woman. Whoa. I love your cute little child.
0: Yeah. No, she is awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
4: so this is Andy's podcast. Anytime he, anytime he wants it to be, you're always welcome here. I uh, know this isn't your thing. No. Andy's not one to look for the spotlight, the way egomaniacs like me and Jerry are. <laughs> you know, you're not that kind of dude. No, this is terrifying to me. Ah, oh, that's okay. all right. Look, there's yeah. no camera. We're just—it's just the sound yeah. of our voices in a room chatting like men. Yeah. This is what we generally do, without the recording. <laughs> you know, yeah. we sit around. Uh, Andy and I share a love for Pearl Jam and um, plenty of other music. Yeah. We've gone to many a Pearl Jam show. Over the years? Yeah. And talked about many a Pearl Jam album, I'm sure. (laughs) Baited them.
0: Yeah. You know, discussed bathroom songs. Which songs do you go to the bathroom on?
4: Yeah. Many years ago, I've told the tale uh, and mentioned it, referenced it a couple of times on this podcast. That time back in 1996 when I went crazy and ran away to Salt Lake City, Utah for A Pretty Girl. That I found on AOL in 1996. Early internet. It was a real bitch to use. But still I managed to find a beautiful young girl who wanted to hang out with me. The problem is I was a teenager and she lived in Salt Lake City. And I lived near Philadelphia. And it was a long way. And so the only person in the whole universe that knew about this was Andy. I went to this man in confidence. I said, look, I've gone crazy. I'm running away, Andy. Andy. I need, I need you to let me stay at your house, and then I'm, I'm out of here. Help me out, and he did. He helped me. Yeah. And uh, inevitably, when the time comes that I do need to hide a body, Andy knows that he's getting that call. Motherfucker. I'm just saying, <laughs> uh, you know, you're <sighs> getting that call. Yeah. And I appreciate you for it, and I, I appreciate you stepping up to do this for me tonight when I've been abandoned by selfish Jerry. And uh, I love you. Thanks, man. Tonight, guys, we're going to talk about self-pollution radio. Andy, what do you remember about this, dude? This means something to you, right?
0: Oh, hell yeah! Um, Finding out like little things uh, when vitology was going to hit. There was little whisperings along the way, and uh, I think radio stations, local uh, across great United States that we live in, we're discussing this and talking about how Ed and the, and the crew were going to set up this radio station, this pirate radio station yeah. and, uh, you know, and, and take over and they, you know, each different radio station did it a different way.
4: Yeah. The guys, Ed, uh, got some broadcast trucks out to a house. Well, let me, let me, I have some official version of this. Let's talk about it. Uh, on, it happened on January 8th, 1995. Uh, the broadcast that we're going to describe to you was four and a half hours long. And it featured live sets from Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Mud Honey, The Fastbacks, and Mad Season, a spoken word piece from Nirvana's Chris Novoselic, and tracks from an ex-Nirvana drummer Dave Grohl's upcoming solo album, which is how it was being credited at the time, uh, many impromptu interviews, and much more. So, Ed took it upon himself to get some broadcast trucks over to a house that he owned in Seattle. And they put this broadcast out there and radio stations around the country were free to rebroadcast it, you know, in real time if they wanted to. And many of them did in major markets, radio stations uh, went ahead and piped this broadcast out to all of us. And I don't know about you, Andy, but that night, I sat there with my cassette recording right. the whole thing. One tape would fill up. Yeah. I'd hurry up and turn it around and keep recording, and I listened to that shit all through the night.
0: Oh, yeah. You did the same? Damn damn straight. Yeah. I had the dual tape deck, yep. so I was able to, like, I had one ready to go yep. and the other, and then i flip and switch. <laughs> yep. And I still actually have those crazy-ass cassettes. I might man. as well. I think um, I might as well. When we moved, that was one of the things I remember. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm keeping these. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Which, it's so ridiculous. We yeah. don't need to have them. We're never going to play them. We
4: can download this thing off the internet. Yeah. But
0: there I we are. We don't have a goddamn tape player anymore. Right. But I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, it's it's that. I just remember staying up late and, you know, listening to this thing. And that was actually the first time I think I heard, like, Daniel Johnson's Walking the Cow." That was one of the things that they played, that Ed played, um yeah. mike watt was on there i remember and that was during the time um when like ed also did that appearance on mike watt's album yeah um hovercraft best band at the time there was like all this neat little hype all kind of inside yeah. baseball with pearl jam yeah. shit yeah. and you know, that's basically. I just like lost my shit on it because i was i'm a i was a pearl jam you know we yeah. were pearl jam nerds yeah we were heavy into so. It. Yeah, that was that was literally the shit.
4: Yeah, let's see what else it says here. The session also featured new drummer Jack Irons, uh, original drummer for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He had just po- joined Pearl Jam recently. He was playing live with the band for the first time at on on this broadcast. Uh, the venue, as I said earlier, was a live music for the live music was a house in Seattle owned by Eddie Vedder, which was used for rehearsals by both Pearl Jam and other bands and musicians. So. As I said, this thing was like four and a half hours long, yeah. and it was a rambling mess, okay? It was a rambling mess. Yeah. Ed was the host, and he came on right at the beginning, and we'll hear Ed in just a moment. Uh, the whole thing began by Ed playing the track I, Davenita" from the recently released Vitology at that time. And uh, then he just kind of gave us a little intro, and he talked for a bit. And he'd have little guests pop in throughout the night, do little interviews, chat with people, make some phone calls. I remember he called D from L7. Yeah. She was in town, and he he called her up. And many other people. And so we had a little set. So, okay, I guess I should mention, what we're going to cover, obviously, we're not doing the fucking four-and-a-half-hour broadcast. Um, But we've got a good bit. We've got a little set by Pearl Jam. They did a few songs. And then we've got a couple tracks from Mad Season. And then we've got a few weird tracks from Soundgarden, who were in the house that night. And then we've got a little closing set, again, by Pearl Jam. They came back for a little second set. Um, so let's just get it fired up. We've got Eddie doing some Idavanita hey, and chatting.
1: Oh, let's go. Uh, self-pollution, air pollution, noise pollution, pre-pollution, post-pollution, face pollution, hair pollution... Solution pollution, I don't think so. Not enough solutions to our many complex dilemmas these days. So here we are broadcasting (laughs) from a new place here in Seattle. Uh, I don't know if we've got proven answers to any of the issues we might uh, bring up tonight, but perhaps you can take them home and... Sort them out. Think about how you feel. Perhaps the beginning of change begins right... I'm not
4: going to, like, play a lot of this. I just figured I'd let a little of it roll so you guys get If you've never heard this before,
1: get a flavor of what happens when Ed becomes your radio host. Yeah. Well, uh... We've noticed that our society here in America is opening up their homes to some folks who and are again, overflowing this broadcast with input it and uh, does drink. we've seen yeah, 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 and dangerous to do so. attitudes embraced and we're seeing blatant mistruths treated like the gospel and uh, we're just doing our little bit here, uh, far from equal time, uh, maybe to remind a few of you out there that you are not alone in your opposition and that you are not in the minority when you vote for change. Uh, now, perhaps the silent majority is going to have to make some noise. Uh, I've never claimed to be a socio-political expert. Uh, I guess I feel compelled to speak out on the fact that we're some issues it, for no other reason like than the fact that I've lived on its through it's 20th them. anniversary. Yeah, right. you, you know, know what what I mean, through this yeah. well, I have.
0: And what's going it's tough. on? It's timely. It's tough yeah, there, right? what's going on now?
4: All right, so let's get into some of these jams. They kick off their set with "Spin the Black Circle." is a jangly sounding fucking broadcast yeah you know everything was just sort of janky yeah but it was was cool it It was cool as fuck wasn't it for the first yeah
0: It, you can hear it. They're treating it literally it's a jam session. Like yeah. it is a rehearsal. Yeah. They're in a like a little someone. shitty practice space yeah. in a house. The
4: live room was in like the front bedroom. Yeah. It's like what it was, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a you know, it's as raw a oh, fucking recording as you <laughs> could run. It. Yeah.
0: What's that? I said all to the record club. Yeah, yeah. Right. Ode to the record club. Yeah.
4: This is going to be a much quieter, less chatty podcast for you guys <laughs> Sorry. out there. No, I'm just saying. I know it's going to be. <laughs> I don't have anything to yell at Andy about.
0: <laughs> Give me time.
4: What time is it?
0: <laughs> right. I'm going to decide when it's time to eat my gummies over there. Your gummies and your...
4: your I'm about good. to fuck up this almond joint right now. I don't even want to wait. You need anything? You need a snack, Andy? I, I have a solid. little pumpkin bar right here. You're welcome to it.
5: I'm good.
0: Bit pitchy on that one, Ed. I just remember, like, thought this was released before, obviously, the CD. The vinyl for this was released.
4: Vitology was out.
0: Yeah, Really? Yeah, it was out at this point. Yeah. yeah. I always get screwed up on Most that. Most like, of what they play here is yeah. from Vitology. Yeah, yeah. They play a couple of older ones, but yeah. only a couple. Well, that's only towards the end, too. It's like Fortune and yeah. Difference or something.
4: Yeah, a lot of phytology. Yeah. All right. Going into Satan's bed. Yeah.
0: Which I actually got more appreciation for. remember when i initially heard this one was from that chicago soldier field thing that was going around oh really that was yeah. the first time the very first time like that that whole deal when that was released there yeah. was little previews of songs that were to be on that album yeah
4: What is your favorite Pearl Jam album, Andy? I know we've talked about this, but what what is your what's your feeling? It's it's tough because you don't have one off the top of your head that you know is like usually your favorite
0: because it's for me they're like arguable because we've going to see all those shows right, so each album kind of to me is tied to like a live show. Okay, and yeah. those experiences play a deep, deep favorability. No code. Yeah, like, yeah. no code was, was, that was just... That's where we started seeing them. Yeah, we yeah. literally, like, find, trying to find rides. Yeah. and. <laughs> yeah, what a bunch of shit, right? That was awesome. Right?
5: What a shit It
4: was many adventures with yeah. Pearl Jam back in the day.
0: <laughs> but, like, I also, at the same time, love Yield because then I, I went to Seattle to see them. I got to meet them. Like, that, to me, was, by all all means, like, you know, that's a favorite. But, like, I don't know. Like, album-wise, I just... Phytology might be up there, but I would really have to sit down hard and go through that list like you did. Yeah. Like, it really... Crunch down on it because I don't you know. think I've ever talked like in detail about that Pearl Jam ranking yeah
4: situation that I went through and uh I might even do it again I might do it again it's and compare my numbers it's tough because to me, to me but just, even without that I know my favorite yeah that's like more of a technical like what are the best Pearl Jam albums but I know my
0: favorites are Vitology and No Code. Yeah, pretty sure. I don't know. For me, it would be that... It might be that Vitology, No Code, but yield in there. Yeah. And again, that could just be tied to, you know, just... I do love yield. That whole thing. I do love it.
4: All right, we're going into Corduroy next. And man, there's a great video. There's a video of a lot of this stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, but there's a great one that I saw of Corduroy this performance of it in the house that night there's video of it and man it was pretty rad yeah like yeah
0: plus I fucking love this jam so much yeah this uh, I don't know this was kind of like this whole like to me this whole deal was the song was just take take those chances while you can yeah kind of a deal right like you know everybody knows those you know that that Pearl Jam story, and you know he he shoehorns or throws in a few of his own per like a lot of his personal detail, what oh, yeah. made him him, kind of a thing. Um, but I take this uh, yeah. immortality as well. Oh yeah, so good. Love hearing
4: this live, actually. Man, I don't. This might be one of my favorite songs in the world. Yeah. Jesus, this is a good song. Every time I hear it, I'm like, fuck, this is a good song. You know? Like, yeah. It's so good. Like, you can almost get turned off to just like the great songs that you've heard too many times. Cause yeah. You've heard, but this one, no. Like, okay. it doesn't get old. Like, this song
0: is fucking legit. These are. These are. Some of the songs that you're like, you, you expect to hear them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You expect to hear them in concert. Yeah. And then there's lesser, for me personally, lesser songs like "Daughter." I've heard it so many times. I sure. always consider that like like Phantom song. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna. Yeah. Go. I don't need I don't need Pearl Jam to play "Even Flow." I don't need them to play it. Well, you needed them for that one show where they did 10 you needed them yes, yes you need hell them. yes so, yes you do need yeah. them yes. doing it you know what I mean in that so, context for in sure. the context you yeah. definitely need them to play it right I
4: do need them to slow down when they play it <laughs> like guys well can we play it at a reasonable
0: tempo <laughs> just once I think there are times again Acreides an animal in <laughs> yeah, every sense is. of the word love that man right so I think oh, hold on listen to this part Oh, yeah, I want to hear yeah, this one yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> I love this dude Goddamn, I'm high
5: uh. These
4: little motherfuckers jamming yeah. in a front bedroom You know in a fucking house love it i love it i I loved it then i love it all these years later what a moment this is a great fucking important document in the history of this band i really think it is this is a great thing that they did it's so cool that we have this oh yeah damn it so cool and this is like a thing that i don't know this doesn't really exist anymore
0: No, because you're going to get a serious live session.
4: Yeah, you're going to get a live stream, and it's going to be instantly, like, recorded for all time. Like, this was a thing we got over the fucking airwaves through an antenna into our cassette recorder if we were lucky and stayed up late. Like, we had to stay up late, or or it was gone forever, maybe. We didn't know. You know, it was wild. It was wild. And what a fun surprise. It just kept all
0: that, like kept that grime real. Yeah. You know what I mean? He kept all that.
4: And for dudes like us who at that time were already we're way into fucking Pearl Jam. Yeah. We love Pearl Jam. We love Eddie yeah, better. Yeah. We love this shit. And now like what? Dude, Edge just taking over the radio? What? They're gonna do whatever they want, this is crazy. It's Pearl Jam's playing live in the house? Yeah. What? I gotta record it, get my tape. Where's my blank tape?
0: Making sure you had plenty just yeah, in case what yeah. if they went. Over? What if
4: they went well, all night long? I need like a yeah. hundred blank tapes. It was ridiculous and yeah. so
2: fun.
0: Just the fact that
4: fun thinking about it.
0: <laughs> as like, as a kid, your understanding of the money that it actually took mm. for radio stations to just say no, we're not gonna yeah. buy something on airtime. It's your time now i'd be like there's okay yeah not for
4: you coming up here
0: you know it's it's all premeditated pre-regurgitated or shit you know <laughs> like for some of these bands and then there's way cooler shit now in a sense right with like the whole covid relief thing that post malone did for nirvana yeah that was weird you turned me on did you to see that the new shit. one i did not i heard that post just did pace. another set yeah.
4: yeah, he did a whole set, I guess, of Post Malone songs. I don't know. I don't yeah, watch any yeah. of that shit. But then out of nowhere, he did Rooster yeah. and War Pigs. Yeah. Did great on both. They are both great. Slash randomly was there for War Pigs. Slash joined. Yeah. He had Chad Smith playing drums. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. Like, he, he nailed them. He fucking nailed them. Like, they were really good. It's yeah. so weird. It's so weird that he's randomly really fucking good at doing this. And that's not what he does at all.
0: Well, like, no, it couldn't
4: he's be a, more different.
0: He's a, he's a fan. He yeah, just, yeah.
4: And he's really you know, good at it. It's you, really weird. But I, I support it. Anytime he wants to do
0: this, I am there. On this very thing, and we we kind of, like, chatted about it. On this very, great, on this when this originally came out, yeah. you know, Ed started breaking Stone's balls yeah, yeah, about, like, what Stone into? Yeah, yeah, and Stone, Stone was yeah. in... You know, one of the trucks and literally playing hip hop. Yeah. Like, I think it was like Timberland, a new Timberland Magoo song, (laughs) like from back in the day. And, like, that was one of the things people were like, "Uh, I don't think that he's really in, I don't think they're really into it, but, you know. Diversity.
4: (laughs) I love this jam. I love that
3: album so much. (laughs)
0: I guess they didn't want to chance, bugs. What's that? I guess they didn't want a yeah. chance, bugs. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Bring <laughs> out the accordion. Come on, Andy, get this up right up close to you. Just okay, like, yeah, yeah. there you go. I was keeping it a little bit further away. Yeah,
4: I don't want to miss a word. Start licking the mic. Lick it. It's Jerry's. Maybe he'll die. Do you think Jerry's going to die?
0: No. But I'm, I'm more or less worried that he's in the hospital, not because he was dehydrated. Because yeah. you can fix yourself that way. Yeah. As, unless it was serious. Right? Yeah. But fucking COVID, man. Yeah, I know. Right? I
4: know. Like, more... I was trying to tell him. like I told him just that. I'm like, first of all, we know there's nothing fucking wrong with you. You're fucking fine. You know what I mean? You just need some Pedialyte. And... He's literally staying in the place where the most germs and sick people are. Like, like, maybe don't take up a fucking emergency room bed right now in the middle of the fucking surging pandemic. Like, come home and drink your fucking fluids, you know? Surging
0: like, pandemic part two. Yeah. Well, if you're going to do fluids and get an IV, put some vitamin C in that shit, man. Yeah. 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 But hey, I feel I do, I do feel bad for him in the... In, Oh, I do grand scheme of things. Yeah, look, I, I
4: don't want I don't want the guy to be
0: feeling shitty in a hospital somewhere.
4: Yeah. Certainly not. I want him to f- be feeling great being over here, you know, just yeah, yeah. doing oh hanging God. out, doing whatever, <laughs> you know. That's what I want.
0: Ball breaking, but uh, I wonder
4: fun. I wonder if it would almost be better for him in the long run if a little something was wrong with him. You know, just enough. I don't want him to, you know, drop dead or anything yet. But a little something wrong with him, enough to give him a little scare. Like, yo, dude, like, maybe uh, clean up your act a little bit, son. That's what he ought Look, to do. And I love him. He, he does work a crazy weird schedule. He does. His job is also terrible for him.
0: Well, just like it Like, really, it's bad he, for him.
4: You know. Not just a job. I mean, you know, that job that he yeah. has is not good for him. <laughs> as amusing as it is sometimes, it's not good for him.
0: If he wasn't good at it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he does you know, all right. He, yeah, yeah, he does pretty good. He's solid at it, man. Yeah.
5: Yeah,
4: I don't think he, you know, I don't think it makes him feel good.
0: No. But I mean, that's it all the, you know. Yeah. That's why I chose a prof- I chose a profession where I could just you know, I could just fuck right off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's same. It's it, I mean, well, you're the freest out of all. Of us. I'm a podcaster. Yeah, <laughs> you're the freest out of all of us. But I chose a profession that I could just be like.
4: No, that's good. You like you. You like what you do,
0: right? Yeah, because there's I mean, any no, job comes with a pain in the ass, but you like what you do. Yeah, there's no. I I will tell this to everybody that I work with in there. Um, you, I like it because it does kind of keep an ego in check. Yeah, sure. What I do, right? So it's good. I just long as i don't bring that shit to the table i'm solid
4: we're going into the fantastic immortality yeah, yeah. see this is a good one i'll show right the fuck that's one of my favorites too yeah. man just on that album dude you got immortality and corduroy fuck you man yeah that automatically makes that a great album i still loved tremor christ i love tremor that. christ yeah, yeah. last exit i fucking love yeah oh my god that album is so great shit so yeah i don't know i hope i hope jerry's all right i hope he just gets his shit together i fucking i love that little man and i hope he's gets it together
0: look it's something that could have happened to my fed ass out of nowhere <laughs> yeah. you know anybody really i mean that you
4: know i, I love that little man let's say we don't need <laughs> to say he's little you know what about wool what's that wool yeah little little jack oh, shit! here we go
6: has no place so near to her, cannot find the comfort and the smoke. Our specialty vessels stand next to frontiers, vulnerable with don't care.
0: Man, it's so good. This oh, nice. is shows in general I'd like love the best feeling and again I think all of us are in that same mindset like you miss going to live shows oh yeah because you're actually missing that electricity that you feel in your arms I love hearing this live oh yeah at those shows and people singing along you get goosebumps Headphone volume, everything, all right? Yeah, solid. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, I gotta remember. I'm like, oh, to talk, because otherwise, I'm gonna sit here and zone the hell out. Yeah, I know. You know, it's like you want to just chill and like listen to it, but if you want hate mail, you got it. Because now I'm here. (laughs) Awesome.
4: And even worse, is it for Patreon? No, this is the real deal podcast out to everybody.
5: Okay. Yeah, you're a star, Andy. I you're a star now no,
4: that's I not. probably just changed your whole life the way I changed oh, Lil' Jarvis
0: oh so they're gonna find me on Facebook mm-hmm. <laughs> and shit on me and pump. that's yeah, good that's right. <laughs> I appreciate it
4: that's alright dude you ever wanna fucking get endless hate mail and have people like get crazy mad at you all the time start a group of fucking Satanists in Delaware County <laughs> <laughs> see how that works out for your inbox Oh, my gosh.
0: If you really want people to hate you, start a cult. Yeah, start Man. a cult. So and see what happens. <laughs> really? oh, it's such a headache. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea.
4: Oh, well, yeah. The fucking satanic drama I have to contend with.
0: Love the podcast though. I will say that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not you know I I have no Guys, association.
4: Hail Satan Podcast.com. Hail Satanpodcast.com. Thank you.
0: No, I don't affiliate with it, but <laughs> at the same time it's interesting to listen to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not? for
4: everybody, you know, it's educational, if, no, it's cool. It's informative. Like, uh, that's it's the think. opposite of the grunge. <laughs> Oh, also, stop by grungepodcast.com if you want, but whatever.
0: If you would like... Hit the Patreon button. Yeah. Subscribe to Patreon. And if you hit this, I think... Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe if a couple thousand people would
4: join the Patreon, I wouldn't be stressing so hard over trying to fix my kids' fucking room <laughs> like I am right now.
0: You could do a Twitch channel and then people would just <laughs> yeah. donate... <laughs> yeah, I think Jerry tried that. It didn't exactly Just work to, out. No. There's ways to do it. <laughs> Jerry did it the other way. <laughs> he has his other one with uh, with Phil. Yeah, that that one. That that's one. a disgrace. Yeah, but, well, he's trying to figure it out. Yeah. Well.
4: Guess he's got some free time on his hands tonight while we're here working oh
0: shit what if he's interviewing people in the hospital he probably is that's he probably didn't even go to the hospital motherfucker's busy with his other
4: podcast
0: is his oh shit i'm in the hospital podcast yeah and
4: imagine the excuse he came up with um i'm just i'm just i'm a grown man and i I drank and now i'm in the hospital
0: (laughs) okay jerry oh i don't think you made up an excuse. i think he told him exactly what happened yeah i know
4: it's just it is ridiculous as shit though like this is only justified if like something horrendous is wrong with him like like he needs to like actually suffer complete heart failure tonight for this to even be remotely fucking worth it like and my feeling is that nothing's gonna be wrong with him like I told oh, I him tonight I'm you know like I bet completely. you anything like here's the exact prognosis yeah. <laughs> like you're gonna be just the same when you leave that place as you are right now yeah. all tests will be negative but you gotta oh shit oh, mad shit. season yeah. Guys, we're switching over, that was the end of Pearl Jam's first set.
0: Lifeless Dead.
4: Mad Season come in here with Lifeless Dead, Lane and the Boys. How rad is it to just imagine the scene in that house that night? All these dudes. Just hanging, yeah. jamming, fucking, you know? It's awesome.
3: Lifeless Dead. Yeah.
0: Absolutely love. Oh, yeah. This, I can, like... Oh, yeah. There's actually a bunch of good info about these guys in Mark Yarm's book,
4: Everybody Loves
0: Our Town. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking
4: Mark Arm. yo you know what i was just listening to i just finally got the digital version of the mother love bone box set oh yeah um what is it called on earth as it is i think and it's rad like i have the vinyl version of it but the digital version of it has stuff that isn't on vinyl um yeah there's a whole disc there's a couple of them there's a whole bunch of b-sides and just demos and stuff that hadn't been on anything else really and it's really cool like it's kind of like a whole separate shitty mother Lovebone album yeah but by shitty i just mean you know it's like demos yeah. and like earlier stuff you know but like it's still cool like yeah. it's cool i wish i wish so badly they were all like polished recordings the way we have of their album yeah but still cool Real cool. I'm hearing some of the, a lot of this stuff for the first time. Yeah. And I I man, every time I start thinking about Love Bone or listening, I like almost am reminded that I really love that band. Yeah. Like they are way up there for me. It's just so sad that they have such a small output. You know, we only have this little bit. That's why I'm so pumped to get this extra stuff now to yeah. listen to that I hadn't heard yet. But man, I love that band so much. I wish I wish I could have more of them. <laughs> But alas.
0: Well, it's that appreciation for what it was, because again, if they were still there, oh, yeah. how would that have? That would have been a. Yeah. The band know.
4: wouldn't have stayed together anyway. No. That band wouldn't have stayed but together. But I think
0: it would have also had a negative impact on Stone and Jeff.
4: Yeah. Jeff would have left that band. I think Jeff was yeah. not going to hang out in Mother Love Bone for all that much yeah. longer. That's the vibe I always got. Go. Come on, Mike McCready.
0: See, he wasn't on the riff master general. Poll. No, no, Mike is not a riff master. He's
4: not about the riff. He's about the fucking yeah, freak out like. Mike McCready slash Stevie Ray Vaughan ripping the solos like a man possessed in the moment. Yeah. Improv and just ripping those Mike McCready solos. But that's different from uh, what I would put in the Riffmaster General, you know? Somebody like
0: Dime, Iommi, those guys, you know? Well, Dime without a doubt. Yeah,
4: Tom Morello. But
0: I still, well, Tom Morello again or the DJ. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I love Mike McCready, man. You can't get a better fucking lead guitarist really than that man like for a rock band I, if I was that nutty kid like way back in the day I probably would and got heavy into like learning how to play yeah. and you know I I would have been one of those idiot kids with a huge poster of him learning how to play like Mike McGrady. Well, yeah. I mean, he had those posters up of fucking yeah. Stevie Ray Vaughan and, and the uh, dude from Scorpions. Cheap Trick and, yeah, yeah. you know.
4: Jimi Hendrix, you yeah. know. Um, Keep it in the 70s. More love. Mad Season going into I Don't Know Anything. These were the only two songs they did.
0: And I like how raw that came off right at the beginning of this. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Sounds
4: jangly as fuck. Kind of dig it. Yeah.
0: It's just crazy, because like, just honing in on it, it almost comes off like you're watching a buddy's band play. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you're intimate. hearing it. Yeah. But hearing it is just like that. It's cool to hear it in headphones, even, you know? It's, yeah. It's nice. But it, I mean, it because it's that little, like, grimy and janky, it's literally like you you went to a high school to watch a buddy's band play, you know, <laughs> and some idiots on the mixer... They just happen to be really good. Yeah. <laughs> like they, really good they songs. Have talent, but it's the dude mixing it because there's a couple pieces in here where it's just not blended too well. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's just not all shiny, you know, like yeah, we're normal. No, like we're used to it.
0: Yeah. No. It's alright. I, I appreciate it. I mean it's it not is.
4: even as slick as it would have been at a normal live show. Yeah, like, yeah. Like this is a stripped down <laughs> fucking recording. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you say like if you were just at like a friend's little show or rehearsal or something like they're playing through the PA and it just is what
0: it is you know like yeah you appreciate it it for what it is
4: they don't have the most legit sound system or anything happening here Lane's vocal is pretty fucking bone dry
0: nobody's really understanding how to blend (laughs) that live sound
4: Mike fucking cuts through
3: (laughs)
5: God
4: damn it, Andy. I just ran out of my cherry drink here. Oh shit. My Zambia Bing cherry buy drink.
3: Oh, I'm out of it.
4: Damn it. It's too early to run out. Oh no. I'm not, what am I going to do?
0: Damn it, Andy. I no, have it's water not the same. I need my cherry drink. I need it. I'm not getting dehydrated.
4: Oh, that's not. We don't want to end up like poor little Jared fucking pediolite IV in a fucking pandemic hospital taking up a bed
0: as soon as he hears this i expect him to want to murder me or why he's at least going to hear be like man fuck you guys <laughs> he
4: should be thankful for you because otherwise he'd be me here by myself just having to talk <laughs> and i would have found plenty to talk about Love Mike McCready! Love that man. He always becomes the star of the show yeah he does sorry I'm eating a gummy that was it for Mad Season woo coming up wow Soundgarden with a weird little set very weird this is a song called Blind Dogs oh this was from uh,
0: what it was a soundtrack
4: wasn't it what the fuck was that movie was it The Basketball Diaries yeah yeah I think so could be wrong yeah don't care. Don't at me. <laughs> but yeah, they did a weird little set.
5: Yeah,
0: they do this, and don't they do like some old ones? And then they,
4: they do-, do this. Here They do this one. They do a weirdo version of "Fell on Black Days." Yeah. Totally unrecognizable version. And then they do two songs that, at the time, had not been released yet. Yeah, that was on. Uh, on uh, what's it down on the upside. Like even all of a sudden Like man
0: Chris Cornell was a fucking special dude Man Yeah man Right? That he is scary That's why it's I don't know It's even in that same vein As like Alice in Chains And that fact right? Like They're scary And What they Put into it All that weirdness And darkness That's put into these things Makes them irreplaceable, and yeah. if somebody were to even do a song like watching those videos from, you know, um, what were they the um, Founders Awards? Oh yeah, yeah, those things. Yeah, you just realize even just watching like Kim File do his thing and them doing that set with uh, New Dragons with Tad, right? Yeah, yeah, Tad Garden. Yeah, <laughs> well that hype like, documentary has him point perfect on a lot of like his craziness but little things like this make him yeah this you know and like we were saying about how
4: raw it was with mad season all like it's the same with everybody yeah. like this oh, is yeah. as raw as you could ever hear Soundgarden. yeah and like they're awesome like oh, yeah. they're fucking awesome like what a unique fucking band what a unique fucking voice just goddamn it all lucky to have known of them
0: <laughs> lucky. lucky to have seen them live yeah a few times you know and lucky to have like just even the ability like that's where i love you know playing olivia like music and like it's new to her. Yeah, it's old to, her. to us. Yeah. And then so here, having her like, one- Oh God, just play her Soundgarden so much, Andy. Oh, I, we've already done that.
4: Here's a, a weirdo <laughs> version of <laughs> fell on black days. You know, but- I have to like live through your kid a little bit. Maybe <laughs> like, cause Darwin's development has been so unusual yeah. for, you know, basically his whole life, you know? And there's, you know, there's you can't get back the earlier ages obviously you know what I mean and so because his development was so weird there's almost like milestones and phases and things that just never existed yeah and you know it's like "Ah, I missed out on that shit you know and so, I need to like do stuff with your kid. I'm just gonna like make, I'm gonna do stuff with your kid. I'll just get your little daughter and like make her listen to some shit, or I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to give her some shit. I'm
0: literally, I'll be working. She slides down there. Yeah. You know, I might just come over sometimes and hang out with your kid. You
4: just do what that you want. Just be- I'm just gonna like, I'll look after her. I'll give her a little <laughs> snack, whatever she needs. And I'm just gonna hang out with her and like talk to her about Pearl Jam she and like important shit, already- Black Sabbath. I'm going to really, because I know you guys love music and you've got your own shit, but like, I need her to get Black Sabbath from me. Like, she's not going to get it the played, same way
0: from you guys. Well, you're going p- to play her Dio Sabbath? All of it. I'm well, going to give all no, of it. You got to play her Ozzy it. Sabbath no, no, initially. No, no, no.
4: As everybody knows, I am very pro-Dio. I love Dio. I I love, I Dio. I love Dio era yeah. Sabbath very much. Yeah, yeah. But that is not yeah. to take away from Ozzy. I, uh, I fucking sit here and cry listening to Ozzy era Sabbath. Like, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. Don't get, you know, don't confuse just because I love Dio. I'm not shitting on Ozzy, you know. Uh, I love that Sabbath. Like,
0: nobody's business. Yeah. I love it. So, yeah, uh, she needs to have it all. <laughs> well, she has, like, her little guitar and stuff. Yeah. But I literally, I'm, we were looking for their troll drums. She is loves trolls trolls music (laughs) the world tour one that's hilarious and like that was so all the songs off of that I've been playing she like loves heart now nice yeah yeah Yeah. so I was like getting her into that oh
4: god play her the video of Pantera doing domination in 1991 (laughs) at that airfield at the Monsters of Rock that is the greatest video in the world that's my favorite live performance of anyone ever yeah it's so crazy i love that video they sound so good and the crowd is so wild the whole video
0: is just insane i actually love
4: meanwhile listen to this fucking what is this version of fell on black days it's crazy
0: this like a C take that they had waiting in the wings yeah
4: i don't know <laughs> you know I, i'm sure the there's probably information out there i didn't really dig into it like why why this what is this version
3: yeah.
4: and this is you know 1995 super unknown has been out but not yeah. all that long like it's nah. not like it's a 10 year old album or anything this is like their newest album yeah fairly new
0: you know well, it's kind of like those things. Yeah, it wasn't even out for a year yet. Nah. jeez. Well, Pearl Jam had the uh, the version of Velour like a year or so afterwards, or Corduroy, but they called it Velour because right. it was a punked out version. Well,
4: I remember for a long while they had that weird version of Jeremy they would do. They would do an yeah. alternate version of Jeremy because yeah. they were probably so sick of Jeremy. So, yeah, I get but it. I mean, but too- this was like, you know, yeah. a year in. With it being new, they probably had like a C-take. Oh, so here we go with probably a debut of Kyle Petty, Son of Richard, from the forthcoming at the time, Down on the Upside. Man, I love Down on the Upside so much, too. Damn it. So good. Or wait, wait, what did I say? This song isn't on Down on the Upside, right? Time. You're thinking of Ty Cobb, aren't you? Right. Yes. Kyle Petty, son of Richard, was released on uh, "Songs from the Super Unknown" or "Alive in the Super Unknown." They had these two like weird, like record label EPs that were released yep. on the same day in different formats: "Songs from the Super Unknown" and "Alive in the Super Unknown," which was like a CD-ROM. And I believe Kyle Petty, son of Richard was on one of those. Probably Songs
0: from the Super Unknown. I think... Whatever had, like, the green... I think there was, like, a greenish kind of deal. I yeah. remember that.
4: Yeah. And so then, after this, they played No Attention, which was on Down on the Upside. But still, this is a fucking random, obscure B-side that they were playing. Like, they don't show up and play Outshined or yeah. Spoonman or Black Hole Sun. Or Beyond the <laughs> Wheel. <laughs> yeah, which that would have been even monumental. like slaves and bulldozers or yeah. like something you might expect them to do that
0: yeah. you know. It would have been great to hear Ty Cobb. I would I know, have loved I do to, love to hear Ty it. Cobb. Yeah, I, that's that's a fucking ripper. Yeah. think by the Pearl Jam fostering that this kind of atmosphere for this thing and just kind of hodgepodge in it gave these artists a lot more freedom and that's where like what you're getting on this now from Cornell and everything is just just beaten down raw stripped like dude again yeah. well and this jamming. was a collection
4: of all the cool kids
0: yeah this was that scene in yeah. a nutshell You know,
4: everybody was there. Yep. Doing their thing. And Soundgarden are the coolest of the kids. You know, because they're fucking old. They're legit. They're like the elder statesmen of the group. They had the records out, man. Y'all started coming around. Soundgarden's already been deep in it. Yeah. You know? And and Cornell's the man. Everybody knows he's the fucking man. Oh, yeah. And now it's 1995. This is post-Black Hole Sun. You know, they're high on the hog, man. And they just come in and just get weird with it. Cornell in the front bedroom.
0: (laughs) I would love to know, like, if there were neighbors on that street. That night, just going shit. Huh. Luckiest neighbors ever. Oh, yeah. I th- they were probably used to it, but you yeah. know, there's like one person who never had to experience that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And then just was there like they recently bought a house and had no fucking clue. Yeah. Now there's satellite trucks outside. Yeah. Like, like the fuck? And then there's the brand new neighbor That's way too happy and taking pictures <laughs> And because of the, no. the The sign of the time It's not with a, with a up, cell phone
4: Coming up now with no attention Last Soundgarden jam of the evening
1: Eddie I spilled some coffee in the kitchen Uh oh I'm sorry I'm apologizing now
0: <laughs> Shit in the bathtub
1: These songs were all for Corey
4: Who's Corey? Look it up. Yeah. But what, what's Corey doing I now? I don't know about Corey. Yeah. Publish jam. No attention.
0: Being his weird oh yeah, Yo, Ben Shepard thing is <laughs> like un- otherworldly on this album. Like, and this is
4: this is like Ben Shepherd's album. Yeah. Down on the upside, like he wrote a lot of that album. Really? Yeah. Super unknown was really like Kim and Chris, and uh, down on the upside is a lot of Ben Shepherd writing, and yeah, he really. is fucking good, man. I, I really love that dude. He's so underrated. I worry about him. I really do. He's he's like a weirdo. I will worry about him,
0: but he's great try to get him on you know I would (laughs) I don't think he's I don't think he's looking for any of it no he doesn't need to it's not about him it'll be about him when he gets on with coming in the, the garage you know Ben and you know as Kim yeah they can Matt, come right Matt Cameron in. you're probably gonna get a big fuck you from Matt Cameron
4: yeah. that's busy yeah Cat. man I love this shit back to Pearl yeah. Jam last, last exit. exit coming in more vitology Jack Irons first time yeah Jack Irons is a fucking janky drummer yeah he's I love him I love him don't 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 take that to mean something negative no I just love he has got a, just a jangly sound about him yeah you know it just sounds like a racket you know, that Whoa. he's just making a racket on the fucking drums. <laughs> he's got a looser kind of just, I don't know, weird style. And he's so different from Dave Aberziz. Oh. And when you look at them, if you see the pictures or videos of this, you see him on his little fucking drum kit. He's got one rack tom. Like, he's just a real fucking garage well, rock dude, yeah, you know? He
0: keeps it super basic. Yeah.
4: You yeah. Aberziz, you know, he had a big full kit. You know, chime yeah. cymbals, everything. And Jack was like, nah, Whoa. I just got these five little things right here.
0: He's <laughs> like... Abruzzese was drum clinic,
4: yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, as
0: great. as opposed to like this, you know, Jack Iron's like base level. Yeah, Jack's you know. a weirdo in a garage yeah. somewhere. Like he
4: belonged in this front bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> but he, I love I love Jack. Yeah, uh, certainly in the context of Pearl Jam, I really love his drum sound. I love his style. It really worked. Yeah. for me within Pearl Jam,
0: I just I dug his I. Doug his contribution like that's yeah. that's one of those things like he's and I love Dave too Dave was yeah. a fucking monster drummer he was awesome but they're very different drummers Yeah, yeah yeah but you're talking like it'd be the equivalent of like a Travis Barker to a Danny Carey Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? In (laughs) that, like, in that mindset, right? Like, where it's just like one person's feeling the music, and one person is overthinking what they're gonna play. Yeah, you think that of Dave? Yeah, I think he. I think that's why it took him like so many takes. Yeah, you know, you can hear it all over the verses. He was a fucking hard hitting drummer, Dave. Yeah, he was. That's one thing. He was a hard hitting motherfucker
5: during it. Some Some drummers drummers are like
4: that. Mike Borden from Faith No More. He's like. When I think of hard-hitting drummer, he's the first guy I always think of. That dude just appears to be attempting to crush the drum kit
0: with every stroke. It's wild. Just working some things out behind the kit, man. Yeah, man. As it should be. That's what music's up there for.
4: Coming up next, Blood. One of the few earlier tunes. Guys, doing debating. <laughs> Come on, boys.
5: Was
0: this the one, or was it rats that actually was Aberzies at the end throws wow, the sticks at it's I'm not sure. At the, the very end of the recording, you yeah, actually yeah. hear Aberdeen's sticks. hit because yeah. there was like. It's probably this one. Yeah. It was like multiple takes, and everybody knows that Ed felt certain ways about about right. him. Yeah. You know? And Ed was in the control room at that time, telling him to make it do it over and over again. And his hands were <laughs> literally bleeding. He was pissed. Must
4: be so fucking awkward with those two.
0: Say, I dig that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, on my this was one of my favorite, like, finding the neat little shit to get so you could watch and listen and look is watching these old Pearl Jam videos of crazy Ed. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. this was yeah. in the, Ed's During in his time. own little van. They <laughs> yeah, go yeah. on tour and <laughs> he's a little bit off. I love it. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good, yeah, era. It was the most dangerous era for Pearl Jam because they were traveling separately. But at the same time, I, you know, they weathered the storm. You got awesome albums after this. So crazy.
4: Summer Christ, back to Vitology.
0: During this period, this probably was one of my favorite, I think, openings of albums. When you got that tremor, when you get as far as album openers. Go. What, like the first few songs you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like getting that feel. Yeah, and yeah. just when you, right in the beginning of that, just hearing how that. Just odd enough (laughs) Yeah
4: Yeah it was a little wacky (laughs)
3: You know
4: I love That's my favorite Pearl Jam It's like weird Pearl Jam Yes When they're a little bit Fucking weird I, I just dig that
5: man
0: does the snake hiss is
6: perfect, too.
4: This is... I don't, I don't know. I mean, I love so many of them. This is one of my favorite songs on the album, for sure.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, uh, none that I really don't like. <laughs> the artwork that they got for the single too is pretty solid, too. Yeah, you know. Which one was Tremor priced? That literally the ocean with the guy's hands sticking oh up. yes yes, solid yeah 90s art and commerce coming together <laughs> it's true man
5: it's
0: true <laughs> making it happen it was a magical
4: time yeah Going way back. Way back for this one. Getting some angry ass porch. Little porch.
6: What the fuck is this world? Running to you, didn't. Leave a message, at least I. Cuddling your voice one last time. Daily mind is this good. Be my time by you.
1: Would you hit me?
4: Jack Irons play this for the first time. too because jack uses so few symbols he has so few symbols yeah and dave had so many like that was one of the real i think unique parts about dave A's playing is the way he used symbols uh in a very unique kind of creative way and he had a lot of them and jack is like the opposite and it's funny hearing especially a song like this uh, well, yeah, I, I'm so used to hearing Dave A play this song, but he isn't even the one that recorded it no. on the album. But mostly when we hear Porch it's Dave playing it. You yeah. Know? yeah. You particularly
0: hear it yeah, particularly versions like the unplugged version sticks out yeah. to me. That's like a very prominent version of Porch. And that's where the even listening to it now, right? You don't have that's where it's an angry song. It's already an angry song. It's well, like high it's, energy at yeah. least, yeah, yeah. This this isn't yeah this version isn't massively like this super high energy yeah. piece got Mike getting fucking wacky here but that's the separation too yeah. though because Dave was just murdering yeah. some
4: of those parts I'm so used kit. to the way Dave would play yeah. the symbols on those parts especially like in this song like I said and Jax it's so different yeah <laughs> it's kind of funny
0: Like even this part, they're coming back and just...
6: Where? <laughs>
4: song last one guys indifference
0: this is a solid closer final tune like, it was awesome. It was just like, when it's just... You can't, like, ignore so this track. You know? Yeah. You can't.
6: Pretend I'm
4: free to Come on, this shitty sounding recording it's just like so hissy, just
0: background noise. Yeah. <laughs> the best part is, again, dig up some of those tapes and listen to yeah. how yeah. shitty it's going to be. does have he plays on the right
6: Tired. Oh, I will stare the sun down until my eyes go blind. Yeah, I won't change direction.
0: This was literally, this was one of the songs that you had on your cassette, just like Suicide and this. No, that it was thing. Right? It was release. Yeah, yeah, that was my jam. I thought you had the other one it, during that The it was
4: incident.
6: One side was <laughs>
0: the acoustic
4: version yeah. of like Suicide from the songs from the Super Unknown It yeah. was that and a B-side. Uh, and the other side was Release. Okay. Yeah, I would just listen to them a lot, man. Like I fucking loop. love those jams. I mean, I love yeah. Release so much. your sex life how's everything going it's great actually Getting some sex yeah things good yeah i mean now you're you know i've talked to jerry so much about it you're a you're a parent of a little kid yeah two-year-old quite young two yeah. years old um and that's a thing that plays a role right in the oh, house weird. and the energy levels and the pretty much time.
0: everything in our life at this point because she's yeah. two yeah And she's a two-year-olds consistently try to kill themselves.
4: Right, that's bad.
0: Yeah, no, you can't let the kid kill themselves.
4: Try your best. You know what I mean? Yeah, you try your best. I kept mine going for at least thirteen years so far. Yeah,
0: look at you. You're winning. I'm a professional. Yeah, getting the job done.
4: There
0: we have it, guys. There we
4: have it. 1995's self-pollution radio. Starring Pearl Jam, Mad Season, and Soundgarden in this case. Uh all those other scrubs, they didn't make the cut. You know?
0: Sounds what do you think of this, Andy? You love this. I did. I'm gonna literally now have to dig up those tapes. Yeah. From
4: <laughs>
0: from there and uh just to kinda maybe listen to the whole thing, which means now I'm gonna have to dig up an old ass <laughs> cassette recording. Yeah. Uh just to Just to listen to them. I do have a
4: cassette deck. Yeah. I have a a cassette deck, working cassette deck. I don't have it hooked up in a permanent way. I just used it. Last time I used it was a couple of years ago when I released um, some stuff on a cassette and I was using it for making copies. I uh, released one of my Yo! Phantom things on cassette. Yeah. Oh, and then you know what? I made some mixtapes too. I figured I had a cassette deck. I was like, let me make some wacky mixtapes. I, like, gave people mixtapes just for fun, you know? <laughs> yeah, I just gave them. I was like, here, check this out. You have a little Walkman or something.
0: It's fun. I used to enjoy doing that. Oh, yeah. Just making Hell, yeah. wacky-ass mixtapes.
3: Yeah.
4: The good old days, Andy. Yeah, The good old days. Yeah. Long gone. Um. Well, you loved this thing.
0: Yeah, I do. I mean, like, I the nostalgia of it now makes me want to root through yeah. boxes of bullshit yeah. so to, to go and retrieve this thing. Yeah. So, yeah, man. It's fun I hearing those it. bands at that time. Yeah. You know, for, like
4: specifically, like of that era, such a
0: great fucking potent era for these dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Just how they, for that time, they figured it out. For that time at that time yeah you know what i mean like yeah. what they were doing
4: this isn't an album but i give it an a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever this was this is a high a right here yeah yeah i like the fucking janky production oh yeah you know just the raw recording you know it's not much production to really speak of yeah um there's a okay mix and that's about that um sounds kind of fucked up the recording you know it's just hissy and
0: yeah. without a doubt yeah you,
4: i mean and there. just everybody's vocals are pretty dry, you know. Yeah. Um, But man, Mike McCready sounds good as fuck. Always, though. God damn, that guy is something else. Cornell sounded pretty solid. Ed sounded solid. Yeah. We got Jack Irons in there for the first time. That's fun.
0: Yeah. Learning, figuring out symbols. Yeah. He's what learning. does he do what, with, what with do I more I than two? How many do I need, really? Yeah.
4: Two is fine. Yeah. Got a ride symbol, I got a crash symbol. I got a little hi-hat. What else yeah. you need? What? what do you need me to do? What's what? it? Well, Andy, I love you.
0: Thank you, man. I, love I you thank
4: too. you very much for coming and doing this with me tonight. Um, I appreciate it very much. It's fun. It, it, my sick. initial thought was, "Oh shit, I got to do this by myself tonight." And I was like, ah, "I don't know if I really want to do that." You know, it's fun once in a while. I would sit out here and do a little Stony Baloney episode or yeah, whatever. I should do that again. It. I haven't done it in a while. They're
0: they're hilarious and fun to listen to. Yeah. But listen to him when my fat ass would get up and go for a run. <laughs> How's you your know? fat ass doing? You're less fat. <sighs> nah, I gained, no, yeah, I ate around the holidays like uh, a sure. stupid person, yeah, <laughs> like well beyond like you're, you're still f- doing all right, though. You're
4: going in the right direction,
0: yeah, yeah. And I, I already did set that goal, yeah. So this summer, I'm achieving that goal. Skydive, yes, really, yes, this summer, yes. And oh, no yes, that's the all goal, right, Andy. The goal is to to do it. Damn it. I would love that. I would love that for you. I need to be scared as shit. Yeah. So you will be my man. Oh, without a doubt. I need to do that. But like on the other side of that, it's so awesomeness. Yeah. So much awesome. You've conquered something. So I need to do that. It's not the emptiness.
4: As much as I love and talk about skydiving, I'm a very novice skydiver. Like I've only got less than 60 jumps. Yeah. 60 skydives. And, uh, I've been, however many I got, like 58, whatever it is, I've been at least a little scared all 58 times. Like, (laughs) you know, just a little. You know, it's like, it's scared is part of it, you know, and that's okay. That's what you're paying for. Scared is part of life. That great customer service. Scared is just part of life. And that's why I I started appreciating it. But whatever, I'm not going to get into it now. Everybody's uh, heard it enough. But thank you. I love you. And everybody listening, I... Appreciate you. And if you could, please go ahead and stop by thegrungepodcast.com and sign up for the Patreon. I love you. Don't be a square.
2: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football